Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can feel it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do cut. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we said, doing. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art to shock. Oh, where to keep it a beast on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city. Stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judged by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they seek So tell me whose face do they seek Yes sir, you're now tuned into The Fix Your source of faith infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry Right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio Ooh-wee, it's Get Real Monday I don't think they ready It's your boy DJ Focus checking in And it's your girl Dice Gamble in the building Checking Ooh. in on this Get Real Monday. And I stay ready. I stay ready today. No, no, we're going to wake them up this morning. We're going to wake them up. The Lord knows if, if you wasn't ready, uh, Dice is bringing that power today on this real, get real topic. Listen, sometimes I just let my sister speak her peace. I'm so proud that she's my sister. I can call on. I got a friend I can call and okay. just gonna keep it 100, a, a total 1,000. Whether you receive it or not, she's going to tell it to you. And she's going to put some word on it. She's going to put some street on it. Mm. It just look real. It look real mm. good when you say it. Dice. I just be sitting up here like, wow, speak that power. Listen. Speak that truth to power. So bless your life. Yeah. <laughs> to the fix. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture, the positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Listen, I, I'm excited because this Monday show, I'm telling you, you might as well start uh, texting your friends right now. If you woke, tell them to tap in on this conversation today. Uh, this one's going to go viral. I, I'm believing. This one's going to go viral. And I don't care. Mm. All the hate mail, we ready for it. Come on with the smoke, the emails, the DMs. Yeah. We all yeah. ready for it. But we're going to have a real talk conversation today. It's Get Real Monday. Mm. So, of course, we're talking about, you know, a standard within music on how they use, you know, um, gospel phrases, uh, you know, believer phrases, whatever you want to call it. Just the standard. Where's the line? Uh, and of course, we're talking about Beyonce's uh, song. She just dropped her Renaissance album um, last week, last Friday, I believe, Midnight. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had a song on there um, called Church Girls. So we're going to talk about it. You know? So, yeah, you definitely want to keep it locked for that exclusive <laughs> conversation um, right here on The Fix. I'm telling you, you definitely want to tell somebody right now, tap in. The mm-hmm. Fix Squad is on, and they talking about it this morning. Listen, we also are blessed to have an exclusive interview um, from a super talented songwriter, producer, videographer uh, from Chattanooga, Tennessee, our brother T-Ran. He's going mm-hmm. to be chiming in on the Real Talk topic, too, today. Listen, we making history today because, you know, Dyson and I are real protective about our opinions and how God speaks to us. So when we invite somebody into the Real Talk conversation, we got to make 
show, the spirit moved us. So listen, it's we we interviewing T Rand to talk about all the super dope stuff he has going on, but yeah. he's also gonna be a part of our real talk segment today, yeah. uh standards and music. So listen, yeah. we're gonna talk about it. This is a super packed show. Dice, I know you're excited. I know because listen, I go ahead, Dice. I just know you're excited. <laughs> no, uh-huh. I mean that's it. That's it. We just it's it's get real Monday. And um this is definitely one of those topics that we have to get real about. And I mean, here's the deal. We have fun on this show four other days of the week. You know, that Monday through Friday, like we we have fun other days, but Mondays are always, you know, like, hey, we're gonna refocus and recenter on uh, you know, a few things, and that's what we're gonna do today. It's just we're gonna have some fun in a in a in an educational way. We're gonna learn a few things today. So that's it. That's all we. That's all we're doing. It's get real Monday. So, uh, like you said, focus. Tag somebody. Call somebody. Let them know. Turn on the channel because I must say this is probably one they don't want to miss at all. You don't want to miss it. Don't wait for the recap and all this. Like just jump on here and hear it uh, straight straight out the gate. You know, I think it will inspire a few people. Honestly, I think it may shed some light on a few things and open up a few eyeballs today. So. Excited for our interview with T-Ran. Definitely excited for our uh, real talk. Get real Monday topic. So, Listen, let's get to some music and, we, and we're and we going to be right back. Uh, we got music <laughs> on the way from Corinne Hawthorne as well as uh, 1K Few, uh, our brother K.O. But yeah, that, right now let's get into some McCray. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. You already know you tapped in with DJ Focus and uh, my sis Dice Gamble. You know how to do. The usual suspects, just Fix Squad. You know how we do it. So listen, Dice, uh, yeah. you know, every now and then I told you, you know, I, you, you allow for me to call up some of my... Uh, Those superstar friends. friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes I can, I can make a phone call, man, to shoot a text, man, and get some of my superstar friends on here to share how dope they are and everything they got going on. So listen... I want to welcome in, man, a superman, just a talented man, individual, man. He's a songwriter, he's a singer, recording producer, uh, philanthropist. Listen, he does video directing, man. Listen, motivational speaker, pastor, uh, from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Help me welcome in my brother, T. Rand. What's going on, mm-hmm. man? It is an honor to be a part of history with you. Listen, listen, I love that. I love, I love that, uh, Dice. He's been saying that since I've known him, man. So listen, let's make history. So listen, I appreciate yeah. you, uh, you know, being a part of everything, man, within, among the kingdom, man, and everything you're doing with your artistry, man. So I just want to give you a roses right now, yeah. uh, you know, while you're still living, man. So listen, we got a lot to talk about. A little time. Let's get to it. First and foremost, can you share a little bit of your faith journey? I know it's a lot, but share a little bit of your faith Ooh. journey with the people so people can kind of, you know, know who you are, what your beliefs are, and then we can go into all the dope things you do. Man, to keep it very um, tight and keep it very short, just a man, well, a young boy that grew up in a small town, um, Chattanooga, Tennessee, that grew around uh, pastors and deacons. And I had two great parents that showed me and inspired me how to live a Christian life. Um, They never forced um, Jesus on me at all. And I'm so thankful for that because when I got to church, because of my grandfather that was a pastor of the church, I was able to see life in a whole different way because religion was not pushed on me. My faith wasn't pushed. And so 
allow me to find God and allow me to have an experience where I do not, I say judge, but love. And now as a 37 uh, married man with a daughter, I'm thankful for what my mother and father and my grandfather, my grandmother done for me because I look at life in a much wider lens. And I've done a lot of great things with a lot of great people, but also I had uh, done a lot of great things with not a not uh, so great people. But in all, I was able to keep God first and to continue to keep moving and believing in who God is in my life. That's good. That's good. Listen, um, since you just said, you just commented on who God is in your life, can you give me one thing God has shown you now that you have a more rose? A like more. A more. So like what has Beyonce? Like more. Okay, a more. So what has God shown you now that you have a daughter that you did not see before? Well, first of all, that I can always learn. Mm. Um and it, age does not matter. And far as learning, I'm gonna say that way. <laughs> age doesn't matter far as learning and and being with my daughter has allowed me to really truly love her the way that God loves me now mm. I can't be exactly how God loves me because God love is way greater than my love mm. and it allowed me to know how how very important it is for me to teach her at a young age who Jesus Christ is um, because I know that I cannot love her the way that God loves her, <laughs> but I'm honored to love her. I'm honored to be her father. Even when I'm not the perfect father, my daughter still loves me. So that relationship is just such a um, beautiful thing. And knowing that she has my mannerisms and me seeing me. And I'm like, woo, Lord, <laughs> okay. This is what my father and mother had to deal with. All right. But at the same time, seeing her individual self, her being her, like, is amazing. She's a, such a, she's a genius, seriously. So, yeah, God's grace. As I, when I think about my daughter, it's God's grace on my life. Listen, that's 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 something that uh, God showed me too as well. I, I always laugh and say God, God was humorous when He blessed me with a daughter. <laughs> so, Ooh, so I would just yeah. tell you, listen. I would just tell you right now. You just buckle up. I know you. You know your your baby girl's still young, but I got one that's twenty six. So listen, God God has a sense of humor when it comes to that. <laughs> listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. We'll, we'll talk about it in about ten years. We'll we'll talk yeah, about. No. It. <laughs> Man, listen, um, we talked last week um, about uh, the importance of, you know, marriage and marriage, uh, everything that marriage yeah. brings. Um, we know, unfortunately, because of uh, the, pa the pandemic taught us 
that a lot of kingdom marriages crumbled because the, a lot of people didn't know who they were married to. Uh, mm. They found out that they didn't really like each other for whatever reason, but they, you know, they just did it. Uh, and we talked, Dice and I talked last week about covenant versus contract. What has marriage taught you so far? What's a tip that you could give on just, you know, somebody who maybe might be engaged right now or maybe in a serious relationship looking to get married? What's some advice you would give to them? Man, first of all, before you get married, make sure you know that this person will really be with you forever. Like truly um, take your time. Uh, but at the same time, truly understand that you need to love yourself. And as I'm as a married man, that is very big for me and my wife, that we love ourselves and we love God before we love each other. Because how can you be able to pour out if you are so drained and not even understanding who you are and what you're able to do? And I believe that sometimes we get to those um, positions in life where we get so drained where we forget to go to the person that can fill us back up, that is God. And so that's my advice is to love yourself, love God, then love your spouse. That's some good stuff right there. I hope you guys are writing that down. <laughs> I'm taking notes. Y'all getting it's some real. gold. Y'all getting some gold over here. Listen, I, I, listen, when you came on the show, you, you made a comment about making history. And I initially thought you were talking about this show in particular, because not sure if you know, April 21st, we made history uh, mm. being one of the first 24-hour shows play urban, gospel, inspirational, and and you, you have it and whatnot. But this is a part of your branding. So can you can you tell me where that came from, that saying, making history? Well, I love history. And what I've learned is this. Either you're going to make bad history or good history. At the end of the day, you're going to make history. And so what I have decided to do is to remind myself every day is me making history that is going to be great or history that is going to be not so great and i'm choosing to make great history and the reason i'm saying great history because i want to go above good most times we do not push ourselves beyond um just the the normal status like i want to set the bar and so that's why i continue to say let's make history to remind people that you're not just living to be living but you're living so you can leave a legacy. That's good. That is good. Listen, you tuned into The Fix uh, with DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, and we're talking with the talented T-Ran. Listen, we got to go to break, but we'll be right back. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source for faith and fuse, hip-hop on R&B, right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Listen, we still have the super talented producer, songwriter, uh, musician, T-Ran on the line. And listen, he he's sharing so many gems today, Dice. Yeah. Uh, I really want to know, T-Ran, for the listeners who may not follow you, um, who do not know you, walk us through your journey 
musically? Like, how did you get into music? Mm-hmm. How did you get into producing too as well? Because you do producing, you do video. So walk us through that whole process for you just being a creative talent and just loving what you do. Man, and I'm gonna go back to my daughter on that. Like, I believe that you know what you wanna be at a very early age. Um, like my daughter, she loves photography. Like she literally takes my phone and she said, can I take a picture dad? And she takes really great pictures. And she's only three years old. And so that reminds me of me when I was young, I always would be on the kitchen table, uh, listening to Michael Jackson, try to be like Michael. Um, and, and I just, I just love music. And as I start growing, um, when I was about a teenager, I was 13, uh, 13 to 17, I would listen to Kurt Franklin. Mm. I would listen to Fred Hammond, Tony. Matter of fact, Tony was his music what allowed me to feel like I can be who I need to be because I didn't I didn't know that gospel music can be that uh, broad or that diverse. And so um, hats off to Tony for or be slayed now. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but like for real and uh, and his music changed the way him and Fred Hammond and Kurt Franklin they were my influences along with Usher and Michael Jackson <laughs> so I just love great music and great sounds and so as I started um, doing um, Christian music gospel music I wrote my first song when I was 13 years old and the song was called Miracles. It is amazing that now fast forward, I'm really I released that song Miracles and I'm about to re-release it again on a uh, greater scale because uh, I put some greater elements with some re-releasing Miracles again. And that goes back to my process too of doing music. I feel that you always want to evolve because if you don't evolve, you're going to evaporate. Mm. I'm going to say that again. If you do not evolve, you will evaporate. And so as I continue to keep moving forward, I always want to be better. Meaning if I need a better mixer or I need a better master person um, and or if I need a better producer. But then also learning from the empty promises that was given to me, learning from the people that misuse me. I feel like there's all a there's always a a lesson and a blessing in every situation that you may be in, good or bad. Okay, and so you have to embrace the good and the bad, the positive and the negative. And so as I was doing that, my music started evolving where I wanted to be around people that that's going to challenge me and the people and I remember I remember I played my first I, I play uh no 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 yeah, yeah I paid my first uh my first producer and I remember it was like a hundred dollars right and that was a lot of money for me right um during that time I think I was like uh 18 because before 13 to 18. I was producing my own thing, but you know, it was okay. Uh, but I was like, man, I gotta get a better producer. And then from there, I remember me saying to myself, I know there's something better than this. I want to sound just like Fred Hammond, Kurt Franklin, Usher, and you know, Tony. Like, I want to sound like these people. Then I started listening to Kanye. 
I said, I want to start listening. I want, I want the level that they have. So I, I went on a search and next thing you know, I remember this producer told me it's going to be a thousand dollars. I said, what? A thousand dollars? That's a whole up. <laughs> That's, I said a thousand. Oh no. What are they doing that at? But <laughs> I was like, I don't know about, okay. But that, that, that moment <laughs> in time in my life, I remember me deciding, you know what? How bad do I want this? Mm. And and how much do I believe in God that he will provide for me to do it? And what am I willing to sacrifice? And am I able to be disciplined to know that God is going to do what he put inside of me? He gave me this gift. He gave me these vocals. I was able to, you know, do these concerts and open up for individuals and um and, and and travel so why cannot god give me the funds to mm-hmm. do what i need to do because it says in the bible faith without works is dead so t ran you're working right all right all right and guess what activate your faith as much as you work sometimes people they work so hard but they wonder why i'm not where i need to be at because you're not activating your faith and your faith will give you discernment. Your faith will give you wisdom. Your faith will give you the things that the tools that you need to know exactly how to maneuver. And then you have people that feel like they have the faith, but they're too lazy. Cause they say, well, God is going to give it to me mm. and they don't put the work in. So when you activate both of those things, because it says in the Bible, faith without works is dead. When you activate both of your faith and your work, then the impossible will happen. And next thing you know, I got my first check at the age of 18 when they paid me $2,500 to perform. I was like, what? $2,500? I, I swear I thought I won the lottery. I swear, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Cause you know, I'm 18. I'm like, all right, $2,500. Oh, 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 we getting it here, we rich. But then realizing with T-Ram, you got to spend a thousand on that on your producer. And so I was able to do that. And then next thing you know, I started evolving. And then I said, man, I got to get better than that. And now I pay like to do to do one of my songs. Um, it's close to $10,000. And the reason why, and sometimes it may be higher than that, depend on the producer. What I've learned in this industry, and, th- and I hope somebody really hear this, because this is this is some, some real stuff. Mm-hmm. If you are expecting to have the best and expecting to make a full-time income off of what you do, realize the people that are doing the work for you, they have to do the same. Mm. You need to be very respectable if somebody at a caliber, like say if Kanye West came and said, hey, I'm charging $50,000 or no, or or I'm charging you $150,000 to do um, a feature or I want to produce your song, but it's 150. Be thankful that you are in a room with Kanye because again, Kanye knows his value. Kanye knows that if we get together, you're going to be where you need to be at and the status you want to be on. But sometimes we get, and I believe that reason why God delay us sometimes because we're not ready. Because now from now the, the 2,500, 5,000, 10,000, 
It's like nothing now to me. It's like it, like it was like a hundred dollars. Why? Because I have had the experience and then I realized the value and then knowing the business, how to be able to get what I need to do what I need to do. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. I've been so preaching. I've been preaching. Mm -hmm. Huh? I've been preaching that. I've yeah. been preaching that. So a yeah, seed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then the last part about this, like the reason why I became a producer, because I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to keep paying ten thousand. <laughs> I didn't right. want to keep paying a hundred. So I said, you know what, you know what, let me, let me, let me start learning myself. But I say this, it's okay to do things like, like yourself, but make sure you can do it very well. Don't just be doing it, just be doing it because you want to save money. That was my first initial thing. But then it found out that I was pretty freaking amazing at it. But guess what? With that, God allowed me to have an extra tool. It wasn't because you, you're nothing without a team, period. You need a team. You cannot, you can try to do it yourself the whole time, but that's not what God designed us to do. God designed us to work with one another so that we can be able to be the best version of each other. Iron sharpens iron. That means teamwork make the dream work. Mm -hmm. well, <laughs> now you're keeping it real right now. That's what I said, man. I hope somebody's <laughs> taking notes. I hope somebody's taking notes. It's no, real, I mean, man. yeah. No, all that's good stuff. I mean, I, I think we were just talking about that last week. I, I'm, I'm a musician, and I'm a musician, but an artist as well. And uh, right. until I actually paid to have decent production, decent mixing, my engineer, I was at a studio outside of my home, not saying I couldn't have got nominated for five, 15 awards and won five, but the album that I actually said, you know what? I'm going to pay people. I want to pay people. I mean, gas money. I mean, just above and beyond, just not thinking about it. No one trusting God. I think I heard you say that the faith part, you know, you got it. You got a couple of those together. Um, I don't know, man. I, I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. And you need to Yeah. And you know, but it's it's very, 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 very possible. And you have to realize too, um, you're paying for people relationships mm. that spent years to develop. To develop a relationship for somebody to trust you is a whole nother level. And that's something that people don't recognize where they say, well, I'm paying you all this money just to, to talk for me. Yeah, because when you do it, you're not going to get where you want to be at because, again, you don't have the relationship. And even if you're trying to build a relationship, why would you want to wait for another 10 years to get where you need to be at where I have 15 years with this person and all it takes is one phone call and then you have to be patient for the people to be able to say, okay, it's time. I'm going to work with that individual. It may take a couple of weeks, but at least you're waiting for a couple of weeks or a couple of months then waiting 10 years and then still might not get with that person. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's good. They're going to learn today. They're going to learn. Hey, it's a hey, look, it's related. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's it. That's that's that. That is the greatest secret of my success. Relationships, patience, faith, and continually to evolve. That's it. That sums it up. Well, you are very successful and uh, definitely a huge example for a lot of people to follow. I mean, 
you should probably just charge for uh, whoever was listening today. We'll, f- we'll figure out the numbers. <laughs> but it's, it's hey, just... It's, hey, let's, uh, hey, hey. Hey, I'm just... <laughs> No, Focus has a heart for artists and, and individuals and producers and just, you know, people who are trying to trying to grow. And he says the same the same thing you just said. And I'm like, man, these are these are the keys to, to success. But a lot of people don't trust God enough or don't they can't see past, you know, oh, what? Why do I have to do that? You know, but um, I get, I'm over here with you, bro. I'm with you. You know what? I want to add on to this, too. There's so much free game out there. Like the fix. Like, what the heck? Y'all need to be watching this because it's free game. But I believe because of people are so, so um clouded with the adversity and their bitterness, they don't realize there's so much free game out there. Jay-Z and Kanye West. They, they do all types of interviews. You got to do the research. You got to, again, you have to study. That's what it is. If you want to become a master, you have to study. It's like studying the word of God. If you don't study that Bible, how are you going to be able to treat people in the industry? Everything is built spiritually. Oh, that's it. I'm gonna, I'm, I ain't going to say too much. No, that's come it. on. Come on. Everything. That's it. Everything is built spiritually. And I feel like somebody to hear that. This thing is not just natural. The way you need to move is spiritually. Everything is done spiritually. Mm. Everything is based off of two things, yes and no. Spirit. Listen, you're tuned into The Fix, your source of faith to peace, <laughs> pop R&B and poetry. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, we got the talented T-Ran dropping gems. Listen, we gotta go to a music break. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. You two back into the fix. Your source of faith infused hip hop and R and B right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Listen, we got the talented T Ran uh, with us today. We've been talking uh, a lot of good stuff. Everything he's got going on. But listen, it's our real talk topic time, Dice. So uh, listen, we've invited T Ran into this conversation today, Dice. So this is uh, listen uh, history. Let's let's be very clear. Uh, uh, we got Mister History on the line, and we making history, Dice, because you know Dice and I are real protective about who we have in our conversations. You know what I'm saying? These are our opinions. This is what the Lord has spoke to us. So when you let when we let somebody in, listen, we got to make sure the Spirit talking to us. So listen, we got our real talk conversation today, and uh, yeah, we're just talking about a standard within music. Um, mm. Of course, you know everybody knows uh, Beyonce dropped her, uh, you know. Uh, project last Thursday or Friday um, you know she dropped her renaissance I believe project of course we know it's not a gospel project so yes we know it's not a gospel project but I was very uh, I was anticipating I saw the playlist I was anticipating I, I reached out to Dice I said Dice she got a song on there on the track it's called Church Girl I'm like alright maybe we got some inspirational something gospel that we can play we know we played uh, you know songs uh, you know with Michelle Williams and her on it Jesus Says Yes uh, she made another song called I Know with uh, you know her and very inspirational, very uplifting. We play it all the time right here on The Fix. So I'm like, all right, Dice, we got a new banger. I'm excited. I'm like, who's producing it? And then I listened to it Friday morning, Dice. And I sat there in my, in my whip for a minute. And I said, wait a minute. Wait, maybe I, because I was on title. I said, wait a minute. Maybe this is another track. So I, I went back and I listened to it again. I said, no, it's, yeah, this is it. This say church girl. Okay, this is the track. And I immediately was sad. I ain't gonna lie. I, I was, I was, I was saddened by it. Um, for those who haven't heard it, uh, Dice is definitely going to go through some of the lyrics today. Um, the, church, the song is called Church Girl by Beyonce. I was saddened. 
Um, one, she did sample a legendary, uh, she, um, the legendary Clark sisters. She took a sample of one of their songs and sampled it on here. It starts off real good. It sounds like it's about to be this motivational track. And then she kind of just free willingly went into this whole kind of message of ladies can be free. They can dance. They can twerk. They can drop it. And uh, nobody can hold us, uh, uh, them accountable saying, you know, sh- don't judge me. It's not your job to judge me. I'm living free. And I'm like, uh, you right. That's worldly. That ain't biblical. I'm I'm trying to understand where 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 she get these scriptures from. Because she even used, um, did she take the, um, um, I can move mountains? I say, oh, wow. I don't remember it saying I can move mountains. I remember saying God can move them. I don't never remember saying say I can move them. But I think she has that in there. And I ain't gonna lie, I listen, I probably text 200 people. I listen, I, I I hit dice, I hit my wife, I hit air. I say, y- have y'all heard this? Wait a minute, I, I want to see if the beehive gonna talk about this because yeah, we, we gotta have a conversation because I don't think this is from God. I you know, this is this is the wrong spirit. So let's be transparent. And I know Beyonce, if you listen to us right now, we would love the opportunity to uh interview with you uh and, and definitely hear the inspiration, how you brought this together, how you've connected with this. But listen, that's a little short part of what I want to say. I want to let give it to you, Dice. Uh come on. And, and uh and I know we got T Ren that wants to chime in too as well. <gasps> mm. Well, for uh, I know it's disappointing, and I guess, you know. For Focus and I, uh, T-Rant, obviously we look for music to play on the show and we don't just play Christian artists. We play inspirational music, clean music. You know, we respect artists in every single way. So, yeah, it's exciting when you see a title that says Church Girl. You're like, okay, maybe she made us something, you know, because obviously all of us as CHH artists and whatnot, like we're making music for the world. I mean, we can play this song, but it's not going to inspire anybody to come to know the Lord in, in the way that we want them to. Um, it's disappointing. I'm I'm not surprised, but it's disappointing when people take, like you said, one of the old heads, one of the greats, when you want to take that type of sample and then you don't continue in the vein of it being a Christian song, make it a better Christian song or make it an inspirational song. But I mean, the lyrics are definitely blasphemous concerning any parts of Christianity. It's unfortunate because as we all know, she Beyonce isn't the only person to write on this song. And so she wrote this song with the dream, no ID. Uh, Twinkie Clark is credited on here. DJ Jimmy, Derek Robert, um, James Brown, Bugs Can Can, uh, Phil Triggerman, Ralph McDonald, William Salter. So you so you have all of these people all, that who played a, a role in this so it's almost like we need to call them all and be like okay everybody come on the show because we have some questions uh concerning the parts of this song that say um we're gonna drop it like a thotty like the, the song starts like she may like she was gonna go into something Chris lord make me you know and all this and um but then she quickly goes into, I'm warning everybody, as soon as I get into this party, I'm going to drop it like a thotty, drop it like a thought, you know, and then twirl that, you know, shake that like you this, you know, like, you know, you could be my daddy if you, so it's just like, it's confusing, but this is to be expected, you know what I mean? Like, we're not dealing with an artist who doesn't do this, you know, this artist definitely has had all kind of music, I, I love Beyonce, you know, I told you before, I'm part of the Beehive, I just never comment 
on anybody's pages, but I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of, I mean, you cannot say you're not a fan of Beyonce. I mean, I don't think anybody at this point in the world, either you like Beyonce when she was in the group with Kelly and Michelle or even the other two girls that got kicked out before that. You, there was some point in time where you were a Beyonce fan. Maybe she crossed the line for you. And it's not just her doing this. I mean, this is where you like, okay, Sony Columbia, let's, let's talk, like who, when do we get to have a voice? You know, I'm talking about the Christian community. When do we say, okay, y'all crossed the line on that. That was a little too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a little too much. I don't see any other religion get disrespected in the way that Christianity does by any type of artist. I do not see the Muslim community ever have a problem with anybody disrespecting anything in the music concerning Christian or concerning a nation of Islam or anything ever, any, any religion. I mean, it's just only in Christianity people take what we have built or what we've um, created and then they uh, degrade it or, or use it and twist it, you know, and make it worse to me. I'm like, this, I mean, where's the creativity? I just named like six to eight people who are a writer on, on this song. You telling me that's all y'all got? That's all you got? So to me, I'm like, man, there has to be a line and then there has to be a backbone with the church. I haven't seen or heard one pastor uh, start a Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or TikTok that says, love you, B, this too much. Tell your people, we don't want this to happen anymore. Like we support you, obviously as Christians at the concerts. Like, I mean, we can't sit up here and act like Christians don't listen to Beyonce. But I still think sometimes you got to stand up and say, whoever's doing this, one, I need y'all to think about this. Two, we need an apology. And three, don't do that no more because you're going to lose your whole fan base. That's what's going to happen. Like, we will just go ahead and just, I mean, because here's the thing, you can put out whatever, but once we all get on the same page and stop buying your music, that's it. So it's like things like this irritate me when I don't see the church say, and I say the church because I just think that's where it should start. I know y'all bought that album, <laughs> downloaded that album and listened to that, got to that church girl song and said, woo, <laughs> you know, wait a minute, you know? Yeah. And I know somebody was in the room before this dropped. So it's like, you have to learn the business. And if we really care, like if you, if we really are a Beyonce fan or even just a music, a good musician, like we love music. The world loves music. It's like, I don't know if we want to see change, we have to get on the same page and say, okay, there are some lines that we don't need to cross. We don't need to mix uh, a Clark sister in here with, uh, um, you know, let it go, girl. Go ahead, act bad. Drop it like a thotty hottie. Right after you say, Lord, make me, place me. No, we're not doing that. We're not doing it. I'm, I know you only gave me two seconds, but I'm just saying like. No, no, that's good. That's good. We're not, I, I we're just, not doing I, that. I, I just want T-Ring to hop in this conversation. Come on, come on, T-Ring. Definitely <laughs> your thoughts, your opinion. <laughs> so... So, uh, can you hear me? Hear me? Oh, we hear you. We hear you, bro. Okay. So, how, first of all, I want to say, I I feel that there's so many angles um, that we can look from, and so many lenses we can look from as well. Um, and I feel like there's nothing new underneath the sun nothing new there's nothing new um that there, there's been albums where you have a r&b artist uh or a pop artist where they have um their their inspirational music at the end of the album 
or and then they have their you know their life what they're into and what they're about um and and so or you know what is what is life to them and how they see life that's always has been that and again i'm not here to um say that i agree um with everything that beyonce does i love beyonce as well uh brown skin girls like i love like i love her music like i love but then there's music that i don't agree with and i feel like we should have a voice when we can speak about music that we do not agree with and be able to see you know the other side of that and that's what we're doing now and so yeah you so so with that song church girl um i feel like yes it could have been a little bit more um what what it is but i think that again i can't i can't think for beyonce i can only speculate you know i can only like feel what i feel that why the lyrics are what they are and what why she did it and the other other people that wrote it and so my thoughts on that is again my thoughts is that they only speaking from their point of view they're only speaking on hey there's a thought but at the same time that thought is a church girl you know on sunday she raising her hands and then but on saturday um she she making it dance you know whatever it may be and they're putting that on their lyrics and they're putting it out there now would i do that no and you know what there i thank the lord that he covers my sins because guess what i am a sinner but saved by grace but i'm able to by the time i hit that microphone and record that song i'm able to be able to be ready to send something that is going to help somebody and heal somebody and so that's how i view it because i can't expect beyonce to be again i cannot expect beyonce to be a certain way because of i know what type of artist she is and and again it is not for me to judge but it's for me it's okay for me to be able to speculate and talk about because they talk about us you know as christian artists you know we got the corny you know we have corny music or you know it's not that good so i feel like i feel like it's valid for us to have a conversation what you're saying and so with that said i say man um beyonce if you're ready to make a really great inspirational song um holla at your boy you know what i mean because i'm here and we will make the most amazing inspirational song that can reach the world okay and yeah beehive look your boy's still here okay all right praise the lord uh hallelujah <laughs> oh my goodness listen dj focus dice gamble t man we have this real oh talk goodness. conversation we got to go to break yeah. keep it locked you're tuned into the fix <laughs> and the fix is in you tune back into The Fix, your source for faith and feuds, hip-hop, R&B, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. We've still got the super talented T-Ran uh, Royer right in the middle of this uh, great conversation we're having 
on, you know, standard in music. Um, of course, we're talking about the uh, Beyonce song that she uh, just dropped on her latest project, The Renaissance uh, Church Girl, um, where she sampled the legendary Clark Sisters, one of their songs. And uh, we, we've kind of dived into the conversation. Um, Dice, you brought up some, you know, some very valid points about the lyrics and yeah, her choice. Yeah. Uh, T-Ran, you brought up, you know, uh, your, you know, you, you, you brought up, uh, you made a statement about just understanding that maybe Beyonce made this song in a sense of this is how she sees it or how maybe some girls see church and how they're living their life. What, what, what I would argue with that, and that's a great point, and I get it, you know, we all are babes in Christ and we have to get to a spiritual mature level to understand it. I would have liked for her to finish then if she was going to paint that picture of a girl who maybe, you know, whatever, if she calls it a struggle, I call it a struggle. Maybe she doesn't call it a struggle. You know, she's free to drop it like it's hot and whatever, whatever, maybe a little promiscuous, uh, maybe in that life, I would have liked to see the process of her saying, okay, but now she's starting the, 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 the transition and being cleaned up and being saturated in her word and studying her word, understanding what God wants from her. Because I don't believe God wants uh, any woman to be like involved in this. Like, I'm just being honest. Like, this is like a strip club anthem. I'm going to be totally 100. This is a strip club anthem to me. I well, hear it. I'm like, what, what, what is now, this? On your, listen, focus. when you sent this I, to me, I mean, I'm disappointed in multiple ways. I'm just... It's it's disappointing to know that people have zero morals because that's that's the only thing this represents for me. Like we have a moral a moral responsibility to not do this. Like like it's just so this is simple math. This isn't even you didn't even have to be a Christian to see. Oh wait a minute, where, where are we taking this song? Like even if you're in a room with six to eight writers, the person who started the song out. We're not we're not aligned, you know. We we started this thing out. Lord make me, Lord place me, and then it's like must be the cash because it ain't your face. You can be my daddy. Let me back it up. I'm gonna drop it like a thotty, like this mf for up, like these tigo biddies. Like I'm sorry, I'm sorry because the title of this song is Church Girl. I'm a church girl, and none of this pertains to me. What I have learned with my mother and my father doing for me. They gave me a choice. Like, I feel like as parents, we we be there for our children. We give them um, the the lessons that they need to learn. We, we pour into them the spiritual lessons as well. And then we have to let them live their life. We're hoping that they every day will be the greatest day. But that's not living because the same way God did for us. Like, I am, I, I have sinned. I have sinned and I sinned and over sinned and beyond over sin, but because of God's grace. So back it up a little bit more. Just the fact is, you know, my daughter watched different cartoons mm -hmm. and some new cartoons be ratchet. And they be getting out of pocket. Even Sesame Street be getting out of pocket. And we mm -hmm. are like, oh, we can't talk about no Halloween like this. Oh, we can't talk about no monsters like this. And so, but at the same time, I had to realize that there are going to be music. There are going to be uh, some some things out there that certain people are not ready for because of the. Everybody got a different experience, and mm -hmm. that's why I have to look at it that way. Because there are some gospel artists that, again, I would not put them out like that. Mm -hmm. Where because of my relationship with them, I'm like, man, I don't even want to listen to their music no more. 
but God had to convict me because the music is still amazing. And, and, and you know what? That helped me so much to look at things in a different lens because again, I don't agree. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this out there. I do not agree with the church girl song, okay? I do not agree with it, but I do love um, Beyonce and some of the music that she puts out, but I do not agree. So I'm with you on that. I, I, I'm totally agreeing because I may not understand that, but there may be a woman that's twerking and whatever may understand that and be like, you know what, man, that's crazy. But you know what? I can at least still come to God because I leave, I'm going to leave out with this. Just like Peter, just like the 12 disciples, Jesus knew that these 12 disciples are ratchet. They're going to betray me. They're going to do all type of things. But I still chose them to be where they need to be and play their place in, in, in history. And just like David, David knew God, but David still did what he did, had old dude killed commit adultery, but God still allowed him to be able to do what he needed to do and put his position in history. So that's how I feel about it. And so, but I do not agree with the church girl. Would you play this for Jesus? Oh, no. It's a lot of songs I won't play. For. Look, it's a lot of, look, it's a lot of worship I just, songs. I just wanted to, I, I just, well, I, needed to, I needed my own verification in my song. Now, in my it's a lot I of, believe look, Look, it's a lot of people. There's a lot of gospel and Christian songs out there that's not even biblical, like yeah. about that. And I feel like there's a lot of people that become now gospel artists or Christian artists because it's a popular thing now. You know well, what I mean? I think to me that was this is the challenge. They don't even believe the pop. The popularity though is is growing, and we it's so funny because you know we have artists on here every day. Well, at least four days a week we have somebody on. Somebody maybe we know them, maybe we don't, and it's it's inspiring to see that. You know, we do have people making great music out in the world, you know, wonderful music, you know, with fantastic lyrics. I think for me, this song, and I, like I said, I'm not going to belabor it. Um, you don't get to take uh, the Clark sister sample. You don't get to call the song Church Girl. You do not get to start the song out like you were about to actually maybe honor the song and then reeling on back with, uh, you know, Church Girl's acting no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You don't. That's what, that's what I'm saying. There's an accountability level which goes beyond Beyonce. Yeah. I feel sorry for her because I'm at this point. We know Beyonce. She knows right from wrong. Like I'm not even going. To, we don't care. I don't even care what religion she is if she's religious at all. <clears throat> but we know that she knows right from wrong. And the sad part is, you got a whole room full of people who they had to say okay. We're good. The song is done. It's complete. Mm -hmm. Let's release yeah. it. I mean, it, it went through a lot of hands. And all yeah. I'm trying to say is um, the line was crossed. And so for me, for us as the church, the only reason why I'm yeah. belaboring this is you don't get to make a song called Church Girl and then think you ain't going to get a response from real church girls. Because that's, hey. that's, what, that's, what, that's what's about to happen. So it's like, yeah, no, this is trash. The whole song is trash. Like, take this song and just... It's trash. Matter of fact, I want you to create a whole website called This Song is Trash. We made a mistake. We apologize to the church. Song is trash. Church girls trash. Matter of fact, I would like to bring the top church girls <laughs> from around the world and do a remix and do a song that actually hey. honors the Lord. Yeah, that's what I want to see. So it's that's like, here, so it's like, we get it. Nobody wants to just listen to a Jesus, Jesus, Jesus song all day. But songs like this are very distracting. 
Mm-hmm. And they and they get people off on the wrong track. And here's the thing: stop acting like this is what this is what church girls do. Because I'm be honest with you, 80% of church girls do not do this. So I don't need you to make a song talking about this is what church girls do. You know, now who you talking about in the song behaves this way. But we don't call them church girls. We got some other words: four letter, five letters. We got other words for the girls who you're describing in the song. So my thing is this: I'm tired of the disrespect. I'm be honest. Mm. And anybody who ever listens to this show know I, I'm, I'm always dogging the church like, y'all did not catch this at the top of the key. You know, like we have to you got to cut things off at the head because I don't yeah. want to hear. I don't want to hear another song like this. Now, now we like altar girls and altar boys. And now everybody thinks it's funny. Ha ha. He he. Everybody want to make fun of the church and make fun of Christ. Try me. Come on the show. I want everybody who wrote on this song, including if we got a Clark sister left, I would like to talk to you. And that's how but I feel about awesome. it. But, but, but I'm saying that I can't. But what, you know what you said earlier in the interview, and I'm gonna hold you to it. Everything is spiritual. Everything is a yes or a no. Yes. So I want all yes. the people that said yes to answer me this. All the people that said no, I'm clapping hands. I'm praising the yes. Lord that you actually felt in your soul. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. So I would take whoever said no to this song. Come on here, let's talk about it. Whoever said yes to this song. Come on here, let's talk about it. But we're going to talk about the effects of people that you have on people spiritually when you intermix things like this, things that have already been blessed in a way and we already honored God with this with this. So, we're not going we're not going to snatch that and put all this 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 just disgust onto that. Like we're not doing that cuz I'm not at church doing that. And this song is called Church Girl, but I'm not at church acting this way in the house of the Lord. So it's like, Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. you know, so I just think we got to own it as the body of Christ. I think church leaders need to grow backbones and stand up and say, we love you as an artist. Trust me, we love having you at the church. We love that you come here, worship, you serve, you do your outreach. We love that you give to people far and wide. We love that you write inspirational songs. We love that you take time to get great designers and give us great entertainment. However, things of the Lord, you will leave alone. You will leave that all alone. You will not, you will not degrade. We, we won't stand for, we will, we love you. We support you. We're happy that you made it. You know, you're, you're doing your thing, but some things you don't get to do. And that's how we are at church. Like we don't let everybody just do what they want to do. And I wish somebody would start walking down the aisle. Come. I wish somebody would come into any church I've ever been to any of my, uh, regular father or my spiritual father's church house and walk in and drop it. I wish you would because it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. That's what I'm saying. We, we, yeah. So it's up to us. Yeah. It's up to us. It'd be some shaky stuff happening in the church. Guess what? It's shaky, but you know what? It's shaky stuff that happens at work, at schools. It's shaky stuff that happens in regular people's lives. But when you want to put this out into the world and you're like, I want to create the narrative the spiritual narrative that you can implement in your mind all day and replay it 24 hours a day and get that they in your soul and spirit. It. Yeah. Yeah. They, they've been doing it. Yeah. They're going to keep doing it. But guess what? The only reason why they keep doing it is because we don't stand up and say, okay, that's enough. Now you got to go sit. That's enough. Listen. Where you go sit down. But I think right. we're doing it. Like we're doing it now. I think, think we're doing it now. Absolutely. It's like, but we're gonna. But I feel again. I feel we're gonna to continue to fight this battle until Jesus come back because it's going to. But that's the beautiful. I, I say that's the beautifulness of <clears throat> I believe that God's whole creation that we are going to continue 
to keep each other accountable and we're going to continue to sharpen each other mm-hmm. no matter what level we are on because we are all created equal so i'm with you dice i'm glad you're with me and let me just say this with you. i don't care when jesus is coming back <laughs> Because guess what? I'm he already gave me my charge while I'm here. Yeah. And I think the lackadaisicalness and the laziness and the complacency comes into play when people say, This is gonna be happening until God comes. This is gonna be happening until the trumpet sound. I don't care. I'm ready. I'm 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 ready, right? But it's like when he comes though, was I discussing the fact that I'm upset that somebody thought it was okay mm. to degrade the name of the house of the Lord where, where I go worship. You know what I'm saying? I'm a church girl. This is the place I go to. Like, this is my jam. This is my life. Yeah, I wish he would come back while I'm frustrated about this. So whenever he comes, we'll all be excited. But believe you me, I hope that I'm on task when I do hear that trumpet sound. I pray. But God may use you, though. I feel like, I pray. you know what, though? But God may use you to get connected with Beyonce. I already seen Beyonce. Cha- I, was at Do- cha- I was at Doppler Music, bro. We, yeah, but listen. I understand how this goes. She didn't want to just do this song, but there, but there, but there are people around. There has to be an accountability to yeah. others. You can't just hang these artists up with a rope. Like some of them signed the worst deals, and it's like, yeah, you got to go in there because we already paid this guy. It's a part of your contract mm-hmm. to have this set of writers, and that you are the puppet. You go sing. Everybody knows that. I'm just saying we have to start standing up regardless of how often it's going to happen. That's, people, that's like people saying, well, we don't want to talk about rape because it happens all the time. I mean, no, we got to start talking about rape. We got to start yeah. talking about incest. We got to start talking yeah. about people in the church who doing trifling yeah. things. Why? If, you, if you're sitting there right now and you know a preacher who's doing something to a child, you need to open your mouth. You need to pick up the phone yeah. and call somebody. Like, yeah. so that's, that's all I'm saying is like, until we actually jump on our game, and this is why the world don't respect the church, Right. Because oh, ain't nobody going to say nothing so I can do what I want to do and just keep writing songs like this and ain't nobody going to say nothing to me. Uh-uh. The do devil's a lie. That, the devil's a lie. What? Do you, so do you think that that they were expecting something different from Beyonce? Even though Beyonce let you know, hey, this is who, this is who I am. Listen, I, 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 don't, I don't even think this has anything to do with Beyonce. Mm. Let's let's yeah. go there. Right? I agree with that. I do let's go there. Yeah. I think that things like this happen to test us to say, what y'all gonna do? Because because you, you're a joke right now. You're an absolute mm. joke. Ha ha he he. You're a joke from Sony Records or Columbia, whoever she signed to. You're you're you're. It's a joke, and we don't care. And we know you're not gonna say nothing. And that's why we're gonna take the sample from somebody that you value. And everybody looks up to and respects. And we're going to take theses and wipe it all on the song. And then we're going to put it out because this is one of your favorite artists. And all y'all at the clubs and at the shows and at her concert supporting her. And we know you're not going to say nothing. We don't ever say. I mean, sometimes I think we need to stand up and say something for her. Like, why y'all put her in a position to do that? What I'm saying is it's bigger than Beyonce. It's not just Beyonce. It's like there is a spirit that controls the music realm. We know that. So it's like this is it's bigger than just and I'm gonna get off my soapbox in a minute. Trust me, there are some songs I want to write that I know would tear the club up. But I'm like, "Mm -mm," because I already know. I already know what spirit I'm evoking and and Mm. pulling on. So it's like, nah. But I just think when when y'all want to involve us. And like, and I say us, I mean, like when you want to bring the church stuff into the secular realm, put some respect on our name. 
That's how. That's how. This? That's all I'm saying. Put some. Put some respect on on that. Like you can make it for the club. You can make it for the barbecue. You can make it for the picnic. You yeah. can make it. You can make it. You can do that. But when you're writing and you're putting these lyrics in there, we want to support you. But put some respect on on it. Don't sit up here and act like you know. what I'm saying that's what should have went on that song. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like, and I mean everybody that was in the room. I named all their names earlier. Y'all tag them. Do whatever you want to do. But I'm just saying like own it there's accountability here this is wrong and you should have said no you should have said no just to chime in just a little bit i'm with you on like creating something and knowing and standing firm with it because um when i did my song save me Mm -hmm. i did not expect neo out of you know i was expecting like you know fred hammond kirk or Mm -hmm. whatever so i was expecting neo to say hey man that song, man, did something for me. And I was able to like speak about my faith, Christianity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so for all the people out there that are Christian artists, um, like this is some real life stuff, like stand firm and know that you can create some great music that will inspire many people, even the people that you listen to. Cause mm-hmm. I'm with you on that dice because Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm here like, and people can say no. And I, the person singing this song could have said no, because she got enough money. And I'm done. I'm off my box. <laughs> Listen, dice, dice no, in the building. Dice, box. dice dropping gems. Got uh, enough money. Dropping gems. Listen, Ooh. T-Rail, man. Can you tell the people how they can connect with you, following you on all your social media platforms, as well as introduce your latest single? Man, this is how you can connect with me, man. Uh, dice is my uh, manager now. Um, she is hired on the management team, and so if you want to get to me. You need to get with DJ Focus and Dice, okay? Because this is where it's at right here, all right? If you want to get to me. And uh, and if you want to find my music, just go to Google, put in T-R-A-N, okay? Go to Google and put in T-R-A-N. That's T-R-A-N, all right? But you better holler at Dice because I got new management and, and we ain't playing. That's the real life. That's on God. That's on God. <laughs> Introduce your latest single. Introduce your latest single. Hey, my latest single, man. And I appreciate everybody that listened and supported. Save me. Holla at you, boy. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And Fix is in. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source of faith infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Check it back in. Listen, we've come to the end of a very, very exclusive show today. Let me tell you, uh, gems were dropped. Um, I pray, uh, you know, you guys received it. Um, Dice was in rare form today. I mean, I mean, talking about, woo! Hey, we, we were talking about church girls, so, <laughs> hey, listen. If we're gonna talk about church girls, you you got you got one of your uh, number one church girls in the building. So yes, got a lot to say. When you're in my lane, I got a lot to say. When it's when we talk about something I don't know anything about, I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna sit back in the cut. But yeah, well, no, nah, listen, we were uh we went in today, and I think it was necessary. We have to start talking more. I I feel like we are becoming a tiptoe community, and it's all good. But here's the thing. Somebody is always going to be offended. Somebody's always not going to like your decision or your choice. We know this from life, business, having families. Like everybody's not going to be happy all the time. So, uh, yeah, don't turn on uh, this channel at uh, six o'clock in the morning thinking everybody in the room is going to just agree. And that's okay. We can 
agree to disagree because we love each other. We're a very loving family. And that is what we need to start reflecting in the body of Christ. And I can only talk about the church because I'm like, hey, that's my that's my jam. That's my that's my faith, Christianity. So we are to continue to love. But we won't always agree. And I think we have to continue to set that standard and to say our goal is to do the right thing, you know, and trust me, we are not going to agree on how to get there. And even after we've done the right thing, some people are not going to agree that it was the right thing. And that's OK. But we have to continue to strive for excellence, continue to strive for it. We will never, ever attain perfection on this side of life. But it's like we have to continue to try to do our best and show up as our best and to teach people how to treat us like you teach folk how to treat you only reason why anybody is out here getting uh, treated any type of way is because you you haven't stood up for yourself yet and so you know i'm just trying to encourage people like hey if it's wrong say it's wrong if it's wrong you know it's wrong say it's wrong it's okay to say it's not okay very okay to say that if somebody says something sideways does something sideways it's okay to say that's not okay so that's what today was about for me. Um, like I said, love Beyonce. I do. And I do not blame her wholly for this song. I definitely called out everybody else. So what we talked about today, there is an accountability and ownership that falls on the shoulders of everyone who was involved in this. And I'm calling you on the carpet today to say, you need to take a look at that, see what that really looks like. See if you're really reflecting what you're trying to reflect because you're not. And you know you're not. So don't do it again. <laughs> like, don't do it again. Don't do it again. Um, or our next Real Talk topic on next Monday will be, it's going to be you again. And I think that's how we start to combat things that are happening in the world, not just in the church, in the world. We'll be back on Monday because we don't have an answer and nobody is owning up to it. And nobody's changing their way. So we just gonna keep on talking about it till we see change. Like you have to have a conversation in life. And uh, if we want change, I want change. I want some things to change. I love music. We all, that's why we have genres. Stay in your genre with your foolery. That's how I feel about it. Stay right there in your genre with your foolery. I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm absolutely cool with it. But uh, if you, if you want to drag my genre and stuff into your foolery, then you're going to have to hear my mouth because that's my, that's me. That's my family. So same thing if somebody had your family member out there doing something that you know was wrong. You're going to go have a conversation with whoever is pulling on your family out there saying, oh, yeah, I got them out here doing the worst. Yeah, well, we all going to have a conversation, not just me and my family member. I'm coming to talk to everybody. I'm showing up to talk to everybody one by one. <laughs> so I'm just adamant about this thing. And some some Christians don't care. We know that. Some of y'all don't care. You live your life seven different ways after you walk out of the house of God. So uh, I'm not one of those. I'm just going to put that out there. I love, I'm trying to love the Lord and show up as best I can as a good example all throughout the week. And uh, not saying it's easy. I'm just saying I try. So put forth some effort, guys. Put forth some effort to do better. Please. I'm going to shut up because we got to get out of here. All right. <laughs> no, that's we gotta good. got to go. Because you brought go. today. Thank you to T Ran again for uh just hanging out with us today. 
Um, that was super dope. Uh, we might try that again, Dice. I, I actually enjoyed that. You know, just getting and y'all love T. T. Red had T. Red. He loves Beyonce, so he did yes, he say does. that. I just want y'all to. He made it very clear <laughs> that he loves Beyonce. Right. So, um, you know, we and, and we have a lot of love for Beyonce too. So I yeah, don't we do see today show. Yeah, we don't love Beyonce's music <laughs> we, too. We play Beyonce. We play Absolutely. Beyonce. Yeah, on we, the show. I get. I get flack for playing some of her songs <laughs> on the show. So don't, don't do that. You know, don't yeah, do that. Yeah. Do, do your history report on it. On yeah. the fix. We've been doing it for seven years now. Come on now. Yeah. But uh, yes, a standard has to be uh, talked yeah. about. And, and exactly. we need the standard. Yeah. So we, we definitely appreciate him. Listen, follow T-Ran on all his social media platforms. Yeah, definitely. We're open for conversation. Listen, flood our DMs, flood our emails. You guys got topics you want to talk about. If you want to comment or give a, a, a some some uh, opinion or, on this topic, feel free. We'll talk about it tomorrow on Tiptoe Tuesday. We ain't got a problem with it. So uh, we appreciate all the love. Remember to follow us on all social media uh, platforms at The Fix Radio Show. That's D-A-F-I-X-X Radio Show on all platforms. Uh, we got a lot of stuff coming up. Listen, mm-hmm. shouts out if you are in the Cleveland, Ohio area. It's going down this Friday, August 5th at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We are literally having the Red Hands Family Reunion Festival uh, featuring, listen, Red Hands, Ty Trebet, uh, Cannon. Stop it. Get to Cannon. We'll be live in Cleveland, Ohio at the historic Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this week, as well as Jermaine Dolly and a host of other people. Listen, go to our social media platforms. We got all the links, all the flyers up for it. If you are here in Cleveland, Ohio, or if you want to travel, you can get to the city this Friday. Come on and pull up on us. The concert is absolutely 100% free. Bring your whole family. Bring your choir out. Bring your youth group out. Bring your young adult group out. We got a little bit of everything Red Hands has put on a great production shouts out to uh Kyrie Tyler and Johnny Parker for putting on this production and listen they brought everybody in you brought Ty Trevin in you brought Cannon in for Christian Hip Hop you got Jermaine Dolly who has his own little vibe and and, and a ton of more artists are going to perform it's from 6 to 10 p.m this Friday at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame right here in Cleveland Ohio pull up on us (sighs) hot show hot show bless y'all life Listen, we got to get out of here. Catch us tomorrow, Tiptoe Tuesday. Uh, We got an exclusive interview. We're going to have another Real Talk topic. Y'all know how we do it. So until tomorrow, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus is the answer. Kingdom advancement is always the goal, y'all. Let's reach for it each and every day. Mm -hmm. Fix us in. We out. Peace, y'all.